1: It is time to stop reading other people's success stories. You hear me say that every week and start writing your own. I always tell people, when you hear about gifts, you hear about passions, following your dreams, I tell people to leave with your gifts and don't let your aides, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dream. Just because they want to stay at that 40-hour week job don't mean you have to stay. Don't let you don't let 50, 60s tell you that's it. I gotta have to retire. Don't let your friends tell you what you are capable of doing, and don't let your family members tell you that's all you can do. That's on my show. That's why I created money-making conversations. I like to bring people on the show that I call game breakers. Some of them are celebrities, some of them are CEOs, entrepreneurs, and what I like to call industry decision makers. My next guest is Brandon Thompson. He is a native Houstonian. You know, I got it. So you know, I love him already because I'm from Houston, Texas. He graduated from Prairie View A&M, that's a HBCU, for, for anybody who don't know about the power of a, of a, of a HBCU that's Prairie AM used to and his degree was in electrical engineering. My degree was from University of Houston in mathematics. We'll talk about in a minute. why he was able to finish through with his engineering degree, I couldn't make it past physics. He founded Trade House, a company that partnered with an educational platform to, t- to teach people how to properly invest in the foreign exchange market. Within only two years of its inception, Trade House, a wealth management organization, has grown to eighty thousand active members. In fact, the co-founders and Brendan are actively engaging daily to help mentor and coach new members who join their wealth management group regardless of one's location or age. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation, straight out of fam, me, not fam, prayer View you and thinking about my boy Will Packer, who's also an electrical engineer, Brendan Thompson. How you doing, sir? You doing well. How you doing, Rashawn? Well, first of all, you know uh, what part of Houston you from? I got to break it down, man, because I'm a Fifth Ward boy. What what part of Houston you grew up in? Missouri City, Texas, you know, the same most, most city. Texas. <laughs> see, you are right there, right there. See. I'm Houston, Texas. You don't hear me say Mo? I said Fifth Ward. Then all of a sudden, I ask him, say, where are you? Oh, Moe City. Moe City. Missouri Mo City. Mo City. So you're going to start a short change. But that's a great area. I grew up, I know it very familiar with that area. of the. Of the they kind of grew up before being county of Houston, Texas. And so, would you be in, would you? What, what has inspired you? You went to a HBCU school, which is Prairie View A&M, which is like 45 minutes outside of Houston, Texas. You have Texas Southern right there in Houston, Texas. Down the road, you got Southern University. Up the road, you got Grambling. Why Prairie View a and So, Rashawn, if I
0: could just give you a little backstory on, you know, my college journey. I started off at Hampton University, to be uh, honest with you. I started off at Hampton University in Hampton, Virginia, and For those of you that know about Hampton, it's a private school, HBCU as well, but very, very expensive. So, you know, I couldn't, you know, continue because of financial woes, so I decided to transfer. And when I was looking at schools to transfer to in in Texas, you know, I looked at U of H, I looked at TSU, and I also was looking at Preview. You know, U of H, you know, not to say anything bad about the school, but I just heard that you would get swallowed up. You would just be like another number. It wouldn't give you that same HBCU field. Uh, TSU didn't have my, my degree. They had electronic engineering, but they didn't have electrical engineering. Preview happened to be the only school within uh, that Houston area that, that accepted the bulk of my transfer credit.
1: So I went ahead and, and I became a Panther. I, I rolled up that road down to the Baby Dome, them Panthers up there. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, here's the, uh-huh. the cool thing about it. Like, a good friend of mine, Lonnie Love, she uh, graduated from Prairie of A&M. She's Lonnie Love. She's the, one of the co-hosts of the talk show, The Real. And she graduated electrical engineering. So they Now... Prairie View has been known. When I graduated from high school, a lot of my friends went down to Prairie View and have living living very successful lives. But you were talking about the culture. Like, I graduated from the University of Houston. You can't get into the numbers game. 40,000 students walking around on that campus. And when I, when I was there, they didn't have that college life. It was much more of a commuter school. And so my executive producer of Money Making Conversation, she's a Hampton grad. So when you said Hampton, you know, she all the dancing in the studio, throwing her hands up in the air. And so I, so I got a, a lot of pride in them. Then my boy, Will Packer, he graduated with an electrical engineering degree from FAMU. Now, you got an electrical engineering degree, but you're not doing, as they say, electrical engineering. So tell me about that transition.
0: So... <clears throat> When I transferred to to PV, you know, I went ahead and finished off and and got my degree in electrical engineering, as you mentioned. And before I even walked across the state, state, I'm sorry, I already had an offer to the Boeing company. So the Boeing company offered me a full time position where I started my journey in Long Beach, California. So I hadn't, you know, um, ever been to California before in my life. And it was a dream of mine to go and live there. But, you know, I didn't know exactly how I was going to get there. So, lo and behold, you know, Bowen offered me a full-time position like maybe a month or two after I graduated from PV. I moved out to Long Beach, started my journey. And I'll be real with you, Rashawn, you know, it didn't take me too long to figure out that corporate America just wasn't fit (laughs) for me, right? I found found that I was like a shark in a swimming pool. I was the youngest, blackest person on my team and every team I was on. And... I started to feel like, you know, my, my gifts and talents just weren't being put to good use. Um, you know, maybe I wasn't the smartest in the company, but I had the most, I feel like, uh, business savvy. I was, I was more of a, a person that can solve problems. Maybe not, you know, mathematical, I could, but my best, you know, strengths were, you know, business. And I saw that I was on the wrong side, one of the company and just the wrong side of, you know, of uh, uh, becoming successful and how to approach it. So when I came across, you know, the foreign exchange market, you know, it was like a light bulb that went off. I said, wow. I said, this is something that I can actually use as an exit strategy. Cause I was, I was no, no dummy. I wasn't about to just quit a six figure job. <laughs> but I said, you know what? If I can really hone on to this skill, if I can really understand this industry, I could use this as a, exit strategy to go full-time investor entrepreneur. So I came across the foreign exchange market about 2017. So I had been working at Boeing for maybe like eight or nine months. And as soon as I really understood what the industry was, I said, you know what? I'm walking off my job about a year and a half i can't i can't do this anymore you know i'm not as happy as i thought i would be i thought making six figures would be you know that golden ticket you want to be a six figure earner that's what everybody wants to be in college Mm -hmm. you know coming out and so as i realized that you know it wasn't about the money it was more so about the fulfillment and what you were doing on a daily basis and i wasn't getting fulfilled as a person and so you know as i began to get immersed in the skill set and i got better and better i said you know what this is something that i could really take all the way, and uh, at the top of 2019, I, I went ahead and fired my boss before they fired me, and, uh, <laughs> and I and I took my talents all the way to, to full-time entrepreneurship, and I didn't look back.
1: Now you know, let's go on. Let's go and talk about where he was at a six-figure in Houston, Texas salary, and a six-figure salary in California. Two of them salaries now. The 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 housing, the rent, the taxes is super crazy in California. So Talk about it. right there, you know, is a game changer right there. Just putting just buying tags for your car is crazy in California. I'm just let you know. I I think I was paying like I pay my tax on my car like $40 in texas it was like a thousand dollars in california it was just the numbers are just different in how you're living yeah you got the numbers on your paycheck but you're giving it out as soon as you cash it so that was part of the process too as a 40-hour week guy now as an entrepreneur the reason i brought you on the show i never the foreign exchange market i don't know what that is i'll be perfectly honest with you Brandon, I don't know what you, when you start talking like that, you, you come on, you've come in, you, I brought you on the show to educate me as well as my viewers and listeners. What is the foreign exchange market? So the foreign
0: exchange market is, it's the largest financial market in the world, the largest financial liquid market in the world is generating, you know, anywhere from 6.5 to 7.7 trillion dollars a day on a given day. This is in volume. So when we're talking about, you know, trading, you know, in the foreign exchange market, you are literally trading, you know, currency pairs, you know, in their exchange rate. So as currency pairs, you know, uh, exchange rate fluctuate, you can make money on the rise and fall. So, you know, just like stocks or something like that, you only make money, you know, on the rise of a share. You get in that $5 $5 a share. If it goes up $10, $10 a share, you make money. Where, well, as in, whereas in the foreign exchange market, you can make money on the rise and fall of an exchange rate. So, for example, if we were to go out of the country, let's say from, from Houston, Texas, we fly to Italy, right? Right. Fly mm-hmm. to Italy, they're... they're um, I want to say their currency is the euro, right? The Mm -hmm. currency is the euro. So when we get there, we can't spend U.S. dollars. We have to convert our U.S. dollars to their primary currency. So just for a simplistic simplistic understanding, let's say it's a two to one ratio. For every two U.S. dollars we give them, it equals one euro. So if we give them a thousand U.S. dollars in return, they'll give us 500 euros. Now, let's say we're on that trip. It's all expense paid. You know, we're just having a good time. We don't have to worry about anything. We just have some spending cash, that 500 euro that we converted over from a thousand dollars. Let's say at the end of that trip, we end up spending nothing. We still have that 500 euro. We get back to the States and we realize that we cannot spend euro in the United States. So All we have to do is, you know, I'm pretty sure people have seen it in the airport. Go to those foreign exchange center booths. Right. And say, hey. I want to exchange my 500 euro back to US dollars. I didn't spend any of it when I was on a trip. Now, logically thinking, people are going to be expecting a 1,000 US dollars back. Nope. But what can happen, two things can happen. You can get more or less than what you exchange. You can give them that 500 euro and that give you 2,000 US dollars back and you profit a $1,000. Or you can give them that 500 euro and they give you 500 US dollars. Well, you lost $500. The 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 education in, the, is, in that is where you understand what's going on. So if I understand the foreign exchange market, I see that, you know, the euro can get stronger to the U.S. dollar, meaning that when I exchange it over, it can double, triple, whatever, what I did, what, what it was before I exchanged it. So at first it was $2, but when I exchange it back, it's $4. So I can actually make money not by spending it, not by necessarily working, but just by exchanging currency at the right time. I don't know if you caught that, Rashawn, but, you know, that's the basis of what the foreign exchange market is. It's just buying and selling currency and, and making money off of the fluctuation of the value.
1: Well, you know, because, you know, you know, I travel. I've been to Mexico, been to Europe. You know, the currency exchange, and I never really pay any attention to it, you know, other than the, when I'm there in the moment. And so a lot of people don't. A lot of people, African-Americans especially, they travel and they either get, get caught up in the complications or they're just been. Spend cash, you know. Especially if you go to Mexico, you give away with just spending cash. A lot, of, a lot of places that you go. But I've never heard this because I'm a stock buyer. You know, I buy stock, I buy mutual funds. You know, I invest in insurance policies that 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 that, that give me a, a secured interest on my uh, on my uh, money. that I invest if it's a universal or a whole. You can get a secured interest, usually about 4%. So that's where Rashawn McDonald's mindset has always been when it comes to investing. You say, hold up, put the brakes on. Pump the brakes, Rashawn. The foreign exchange is also a market that I can invest my money into. Are you saying that as well? Absolutely. How? So, do I come to you? Do I? Are they got stockbroker offices open like they do oh, it? No,
0: you can you can definitely come to me. That's that's exactly what we do. We we teach people how to you know um, start participating. So. To be completely honest with you, you don't have to pay anybody to, to get started and start uh, trading in the foreign exchange market. It behooves you to get some education and get a mentorship and, and be attached to some type of platform that can give you guidance. But honestly, you can go start a start a broker, right? There's, there's thousands of brokers online. If you just Google Forex broker, you can start an account for free and you can put a, as little as... Some brokers allow you to put as little as 10 bucks in your account to get started. Some are 50. It just depends on the broker and you, you, once you get that broker, you then attach that broker to your your trading platform, which we use either MetaTrader 4 or MetaTrader 5. These are actual, actual apps on your phone that you can download for free. So once you get your broker, they'll give you some credentials to connect that broker account to your uh, trading app, which is, could be MetaTrader 4 or MetaTrader 5. And then you start trading. It's as simple as that. Wow. You know, but what we do is we 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 give you that guidance. We give you that, you know, that mentorship to show you not only, you know, how to just put money in your account, but how to actually make it grow consistently.
1: And that's what that's what that's what Trade House is all about, right? Absolutely. Okay, cool. So, you know, let's talk about your background here a little bit. You know, you went to Prairie View, went to Hampton first, and it was all so money has always been at the forefront of your conversation because like you said, it was too expensive. So you had to come back to the Houston area and uh Considered Texas Southern, but it didn't hit your major. And then you wanted to, you like that HBCU culture, that 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 structure, that felt you walked around and it was a competitive environment with people that looked like you. Went to Prairie View, got that degree. Went to California, snooped all country. Realized that okay, cool, Snoop, Snoop, I gotta go, brother, gotta go. I gotta get out of California, I gotta get out of Compton, there, everywhere. I'm out. And so now you're back in Houston, Mo City boy, and Trade House. You know, the reason I say that because you seem like an innovative. You seem like a person who sits around. Who is your core group? Who is your thinking team? Who Who is inspiring you and in your group to be able to take a lot of these ideas to the next level? Because, you know, like with all of them, Apple, Microsoft, they didn't start by themselves. They had a little core group of fellows that, that managed to build these franchises out. Who, who is your team?
0: Absolutely. You know, my, my younger brother, Bryce Thompson, He was actually one of the first people that I introduced you know to the skill set and you know he was in college at the time struggling college student at Morehouse College and um you know when I seen this I said man if I would have had this in college this is definitely something that would have changed the trajectory of my finances and you know I always wanted to put him on something but I wanted to make sure it was sustainable and I knew that he can have you know a long longevity in it and so I passed this along to him and then, you know, he got a few of his friends on. Uh shout out to Nathan Samuel, Ian Jackson, Reynaldo Perez, just to name a few. It started with about four or five of us, but you know, I was the one that kind of spearheaded it, brought it to everybody, and then we started to, you know, collaborate. And, you know, amongst us, we we started spreading it to the colleges. I called it the Rich College Kids Tour. Um <laughs> because simply i didn't, i didn't want to i don't want to start you know at, at my my uh demographic cuz we were already in college i said i mean i already graduated in college i was looking for people that were already in a learning environment and were looking for extra money so i felt like that was the best market to start like we can get you here in college where you're already in a in a in a mindset to learn something new and you you want to get more money cuz we know the struggling college student story, I said, this would be the perfect, you know, demographic to start at and, and really take this to the next
1: level. Well, wow. So you guys have been, you and your brother, Bryce, have been featured in Forbes magazine. Now, what does that do for your brand? Come on now, Forbes.
0: Oh, man, it it, it definitely legitimizes it. You know, um, you know, like you said, our our, our people don't really understand you know, the the investing world, I feel like we've we've taken over a lot of different industries from entertainment, sports, you know, but I feel like business and in the finance world is something that we're still, you know, uh competing to really, you know, hold the crown in. So like to have that article written for both of us in that light, you know, just just it gives validity that uh, that we can be, you know, on top in that space and that, you know, it's it's, it's a lot more room for us. We just have to, you know, put ourselves around the right people that had the right information
1: you know it's really interesting when I hear you talk because you're young which is a blessing but you but you figured it out young I always tell people you can f- just figure it out I'll give you if you're 40 50 60 just sit down and figure it out but also you have to trust yourself and then when I say trust yourself you obviously you graduated you went to California you was living the quote unquote plan and then you yeah. said the plan is not working for me. So when did you start trusting yourself, Brandon? Well, you know, I always
0: was, was one of those people that I wasn't necessarily like a logical thinker. I'm a logical thinker, but I'm very intuitive, right? I'm very in tune with with, with with the spirit, right? and 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 my inner self. And one of the people that I looked up to, one of my, I guess you could say my virtual mentors is Napoleon Hill. And I probably start watching um, and reading some of his material back in 2015. And uh, I watched a video on YouTube called "The 17 Keys to Success" by Napoleon Hill. And I would watch, you know, uh, 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 I guess an excerpt every day before I went to class. It was 17 of them. And you know, once I realized some of the things I was doing was actually on accident, like you know manifesting things, and he actually made it like a a actual thing where I was like, wow, I can actually be intentional about manifesting my life. I can be intentional about, you know, the things I do to get success. So once I understood that there's intentionalism behind succeeding, then I start doing those things on a, on a daily basis. And I realized that, okay, cool. If I want to do something that's outside of the norm or that, that might look crazy to other people, it's okay. Because if I'm intentional enough and I understand the formula and the recipe to success, it's gonna all make sense at the end of the day.
1: Well, you know, the interesting thing, what I love about you, first of all, is that you don't forget the value of being an HBCU graduate and then your scholarship that you created to fund HBCU students in the STEM uh, uh, lane. Why is that important? Oh,
0: it's, it's super important. Um it's it's not enough of us in that space one and so I wanted to be a an example to say hey look I'm somebody that yeah I'm not in the field anymore but I did use it as a platform um and you can do it too and then I also know that you know it's a lot of it's a lot of smart kids out there that are struggling in school mm-hmm. and they they want to be able to focus I remember struggling at Hampton, more specifically, um, when I was going for my electrical engineering degree. And it was so it was such a different experience because my finances weren't in order.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when your finances aren't in order in school, it's hard to to, I guess, focus on the scholastics. It's hard to focus on the curriculum. You're more so focusing on, man, how am I going to even buy the book? Right. How am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to eat? You know, am I even going to have enough money to go to school the next semester? So it's a lot of it's a lot of distractions when you don't have your finances in order. And so if I could take that that thought away from a student and say, hey, you know, college is is your semester is paid for. Just focus on the, on the books. Just focus on getting the an internship. And, and, and that's going to do you well off. Well, way, way more. Well, you're going to be way more well off if you're able to focus just on school than focusing on finances. So that was really big for me to be able to, you know, give back to, to people that I know have been in my shoes before and understand the, the power of them, you know, taking that 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 woe out of their life so they could really focus on what's important.
1: You know, um, I enjoy reading your the synopsis that was sent over about you because you talked about your mom and uh, you and your brother Bryce. And I remember my mom, you know, we. She, like I said, we were born in Fear Four. My father passed before she passed. She's passed now. And um, one of the things, she wouldn't move out of that house. You know, we grew up with a, you know, a window air conditioning unit and she moved uh, the, the stove. You know, you, you, you lean on you're going to get burned, you know, gas yeah. stove, you know. Yeah. whole thing was hot. <laughs> right. And I, I told her, I said, hey, I wanted to tear down the house. She wouldn't let me tear down the house. I said, okay, cool. Well, I'm a, because I wanted her to live and experience central air conditioning, central heat. You know, just just you walk into a room and it's warm. You know, and uh, and I was able to do that. And I and, and, and before she passed, because that was that was one of my. You no know, dreams of giving her that life. And of course, she never went back into the old part of the house and she wouldn't let me tear down. So basically, I built a new part of the house onto an old part of the house. And when I read about, you know, your relationship with your mom and how you and your brother Bryce were able to retire her and allow her to follow her and live her passions, talk about that, the importance of that.
0: Oh, man. I think I think every child wants to be able to pay homage to their parents, you know, whether it's financially or It's them just succeeding at a high level to make them proud. So, you know, graduating college was definitely one of the things that, you know, uh, that motivated me to finish. You know, graduating college was like, okay, I got to do it for my mom. She she didn't she didn't get to go. So, you know, she made it important that I made it importance on it that I should go and I should finish so I could have more opportunities than she did. But, you know, getting into a space where I was financially, you know, uh, sustained sustained enough to not only take care of myself, but then trickle it down and be like, hey, mom, you don't have to work anymore. You know, I'm making enough money where I could send you, you know, allowance every week for you to not only cover your bills, but for you to actually live a a better lifestyle than you've been living. And, you know, that's always been a dream of mine. You know, they say you got to have a why. If you don't have a why, you know what I'm saying, then it's going to be hard to really Push through those tough times. You know the Y stands for will help you, right? So in those tough times, you got to have something that you're anchored to, that you're you're pushing for that's bigger than yourself. And so you know, just having my mom in the back of my mind, knowing all the sacrifices that she made for me to even you know get to college, you know, it, it made me feel like a a sense of responsibility that I had to at least try to pay her back. I know I can never pay her back, but I could at least you know you know try my hardest to 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 give her, like you said, the uh, an experience that she probably wouldn't have gotten if I didn't, you know, make that uh, the forefront of my goals.
1: Well, you know, before COVID, so they said no mask and we've been doing, doing virtual and uh, events for the past year. You got the iMillennial 3 conference happening this month in Miami. My Absolutely. favorite city, by the way. I don't know why you're doing it down there, Brent. I know why. I love why you're doing it down there. It's happening again. Talk about how it started, you know, because the key word, you are millennial. And so, right. you, you know, uh, millennials get a bam rap, a bum rap. And I think they're easing up now because the fact that you understand mentorship, you you crave mentorship, you seek out mentorship. And I think that's something that's important. That was something I didn't do, I didn't understand when I was growing up. And you guys understand the value of mentorship and just hanging around people who are experienced. Talk about the Millennial, iMillennial3 conference that's happening in Miami this month. Oh,
0: I'm super, super excited about IM3. You know, it's gonna be a, uh, a industry shifting event. You know, just to give you a little backstory on I Am, you know, it is a, you know, essentially a, a, an event where we come together as a organization and we just give value from, you know, teaching how to market mindset, you know, you know, strategies on, you know, looking at the market and becoming more profitable. And then as well as entertainment, you know, we wanna have fun while we're there. But, you know, we started off IM1 in Atlanta, Georgia at the Four Seasons Hotel downtown. And we had about maybe 1,100 people show up. Very great turnout, you know, for our first one. And then the second one we had, IM2, was in Houston, Texas at the Marriott Hotel in West Chase District in Houston, Texas. And um, it was about 4,000, a little over 4,000 people, you know, and then the pandemic hit right after that. Right. So now you know we've been able to finesse our way into the Hard Rock Stadium, <laughs> you know where the Dolphins play in Miami, Florida, and you know we're expecting you know anywhere from fifteen thousand to twenty thousand people in attendance. We're having performers like the Baby uh, come out and give us entertainment, as well as I'm actually performing on on one of those days as well, which is something I don't know if you you knew that I'm I got into music as well, but. You know, this this is gonna be a life-changing event for not only people that are there, but the people that have been looking at this industry and at this lane of investing in entrepreneurship and say, wow, like maybe this is something I should get in. Like it's becoming mainstream. Like your favorite rappers and entertainers are now starting to become more, you know, more keen to to getting getting informed and getting educated on this space. So I think it, it's it's well needed because, you know. The culture needs needs influencers and people that are in the industry that that we look up to to say, you know what, this is the right way to go. Learning how to invest is cool. Learning about cryptocurrency is something that you need to take serious. And so I'm truly excited for this event. And I know that it's going to be the catalyst that takes me, my organization, my
1: family to the next level. Well, you know, you had me a rock star. The, the baby, you know, right there. My, my staff right, no, they always right. laughing. They say, that's, <laughs> that's my song, man. Rockstar, the baby got him performing and doing his thing. And they, was. I, I was laughing when he had that Super Bowl commercial. I said, See, I told you, that's my part, Rockstar. <laughs> but it's really great. In closing, man, What what's your advice for the younger generation in terms of creating generational wealth when you talk about this, Brendan?
0: If there's any advice I can give, uh, you know, the younger generation out there is, you know, when you when you're growing up and you have dreams, whether you're eight years old, nine years old, you have dreams of big dreams. And as you go go into real life, you know, you you tend to get jaded because of the people around you, the media and all that. You know, keep listening to that voice inside your head, still staying in that, that 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 dreaming phase and understand that you cannot listen to people that don't have the information, the resort, the results or the lifestyle that you that you want. Right. If, they, if you're listening to them, ask yourself, would I switch lifestyles with this person? Would I switch bank accounts with this person? If the answer is no,
1: then keep following your heart. I love it. Uh, thank you again for coming on the show, Money Making Conversation. I'm based in Atlanta. I still have a home in Houston. So if you come through Atlanta, please drop by Money Making Conversation. I got my building right here in the heart of Atlanta, Petrie Corners. But more importantly, man, I want to keep supporting your brand. Send me some flyers so I can make an announcement about what you're doing down there at uh, Hard Rock Stadium. I love you, boy. You're, you know, you're going big, man. As they say, go big, go home, brother. But if you, if you got a brand... You know, you're going to feel that stadium next year, man. I swear to you, you will. Okay? If Travis Scott can do it in Houston at Astroworld, come on now. Why can't you do it? Why can't you shake that? Why can't you shake the bank? Come on now. Why can't you shake the bank? We're going to do it like that, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate you coming on Money Making Conversations, okay?
0: Appreciate
1: you. All right. If you want to hear or see any of my interviews on Money Making Conversations, or if you want to hear the singles Shake the Bank by my man here, please. You can stream it online or you can go to YouTube channel right now. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.